Hi, and welcome to the Playa del Carmen Now podcast. Welcome to the Playa del Carmen Now podcast. <laughs> Today we have an amazing episode. We have a beautiful woman here named Carla. Well, it's Carla Gill, or in, in your Mexican, so is it Carla? Hill. 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 It's Carla, but it's spelled G-I-L. So us gringos would say Gill. But it's really Hill. Bravo, bravo. Yeah, yeah, bravo. Welcome. Yeah, welcome to the show. And of course, bravo, always, bravo. as always, we have our host with me, or my, my co-host. This side, Ken, please. Yes. <laughs> the ho- co-host, Co- Mr. Resendez. Thank bravo. you. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Thanks for being here once again. Saludos, mamá. Okay, so we have an exciting show today. We the topic of today's show is attorneys in Playa del Carmen. And oh, just yes. ironically enough, we have an attorney with us. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and thank you for letting me know what was the subject. Yeah, well, <laughs> I told her, don't worry about it. We're just going to have a conversation like always. So before we even get into the A topics, legal conversation or no? <laughs> that's no we're going to no. have a legal test for Ken. No, we're not going to have a legal <laughs> test for Ken. That's what I have you for, to make sure I'm legal. <laughs> so, before we get into the topic of attorneys in Playa del Carmen, first let's get to know this beautiful woman next to us. So, Carla. Carla, how Hello. long have you been in Playa del Carmen? Okay, so I've been in Playa del Carmen since uh, probably 2009. Okay. And I arrived first to Cancun, and I started my practice in Cancun, um, for two years, and then I moved to Playa definitely by 2011. So um, I've been doing my real estate practice in Playa since 2011. So you've been here for 11, 12 years, 12 years, almost 12 years. Almost 12 years. A long time. So you're considered a Playense, correct? I'm I'm totally Playense. Totally. Quintana Roense. Okay, Quintana Roense. <laughs> hey, I almost got that right. Almost. And and Carla, where are you from? Okay, that was my next answer. So, yes, I was born in a state called Aguascalientes. Oh. Another word I can't say. Aguascalientes. It's easy when so you, when you uh, understand the meaning. Aguascalientes. It's hot, hot water. Hot water. Oh, yeah. Aguascalientes. Muy bien, que yeah. <laughs> Yeah, getting better. <laughs> so this gets better. So right? where is that? I have no clue. Never heard of it. Okay, so Aguascalientes is uh, uh, the smallest, uh, one of the smallest uh, states in Mexico, and it's actually located in the center, north from Mexico City, and it's part of the so-called Bajío, right? It's close to Guadalajara, okay. Zacatecas, and it's um, a very nice state, obviously. And it's basically um, Mexican belly. <laughs> okay. Almost, yes. Almost. Yeah. It, it, it is well known because they have one of the most important uh, ferias. Fair, fair days? Feria. La Feria de San Marcos. Yeah, La Feria de San Marcos. It's really well known worldwide, that feria, that oh, okay. party. Yes. I didn't know. It's just like a huge bar where yes. you can listen to... It's cultural m- events. <laughs> cultural events. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Musica norteña. And you have yeah. Okay. 
All right, so now you've been in Playa del Carmen 11 years, and we always ask these two questions to every guest that comes on here. And the first question is, is when you have family and friends or friends or whatever come to town, what do you do with them? What, what do you, where do you bring them? What do you do with guests that come here? Okay, the first thing I, I do is I take them to have some... Um, Chilaquiles at La Cueva del Chango, those achote chilaquiles with habanero, which I think it's a must in Playa del Carmen. Okay. So we start the day in uh, La Cueva del Chango, and after that, um, I like to take them to one of um, the beach uh, areas that I like the most, which is not actually in Playa. It's in closer to Tulum, and it's called La Caleta Tanca. And for me, it's one of the most beautiful uh, beaches in um, the area. And I also like um, to take them in the afternoon to walk to La Quinta and then walk by and see the sunset in El Muelle down to Constituyentes. Wow. Okay. She got the whole She's, tour. She got the whole tour down. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even have to add the second question. Because yes. the second question we typically ask is, yes. what is the go-to restaurant for you? In Playa, and you said? Once, Cueva del Chango. Cueva del Chango. Yeah. I will say um, Romeo. It's also one of my favorites on 4th. Uh, but I, I, I think we have um, new interesting offers in Playa, which are um, Achiote, uh, which is also very, very good. And there are a couple of more um, interesting restaurants. The uh, Asian restaurant, Jum Jum, it's also amazing. But um, there are many, many good restaurants that I would hardly be able to name them all. Yep, Carla, well, I'm telling <laughs> you, we've had, this is our like 21st, 22nd episode, and we ask this question to every guest, and so far, I think it's never been duplicated, right? Okay. The Cueva La Changa's Cueva been Changa. republic. Cueva 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 that, that only came up once, but yes. the other places you spoke to, nope not talked about and just uh, again we're just explaining the diversity here in Playa del Carmen that there is so many options and so many things to do and we can ask this question all day long to every guest and you're going to get a different answer so you got to come okay so let's move on to the exciting topic of attorneys in Playa del Carmen and why do we have attorneys in Playa del Carmen Carla tell us why do we have attorneys in Playa del Carmen so in Mexico, everyone needs a good attorney, right? And a good doctor. <laughs> <laughs> we will start from there. Unless you go to the doctor where you no. <laughs> need an attorney for. That's true. Um, so why do, we, why do you need, or what, as a foreign, or maybe as a Mexican, you also need a, a Mexican attorney. As a foreign, I will say, you, as you know, buying property in uh, this area, which is called the restricted area zone, where foreigners need to use an investment vehicle to buy property, um, it would be a hard time for someone not to have an attorney that helps them to go through whatever is needed and also have a good strategy before buying property in this area. So as a foreign, that would be the main reason. So that you, you're saying that pretty much, or I guess I'm guessing, that the majority of the work that you do in Playa del Carmen is based around real estate. Totally. It's 85% uh, around real estate, and probably the rest would be companies and contracts. 
Okay, so you don't get into the... So, like, I guess as a gringo, you think attorneys and you think lawsuits. And that's not really the case with you. Um, do you need to get that? Okay. Um, so 85% of the work you do is about real estate contracts, and the other 15% is about... I forgot the other 15 <laughs> So it's about companies. Companies, that's right. Companies. Forming companies, corporate uh, regulations, and contracts. But you know what? We do some litigation in the area, actually. Uh, but normally that is done by an attorney that is uh, specialized in being in the courts. Because being in the court takes all your day. So um, in my opinion... Uh, it is good uh, to have a litigator attorney that is your right hand, but it's normally independent to what is called a corporate firm or a real estate firm because it's definitely another area of expertise. Actually, in my firm, which we haven't mentioned, it's Veritas Legal, MX, uh, we do have a litigator in our team. Uh, she's called Sara. So she's normally doing the core job, but she's also assisted by other attorneys. So we, my experience is not in litigation, but we do litigation in the firm. Correct. And just so you know, Car we use Carla for condo hotels, Playa del Carmen, and she helps me with uh, actually two of the two things that she spoke about. The company, she helps us with the company situation, and, and then... In our case, where we do sell a lot of condos or we're involved in the, uh, the buying and selling of, of condos, she pretty much writes all the contracts back and forth and coordinates. And she does something interesting here in Mexico that you can do in Mexico and you can't do in the United States. The one thing you can do here, if you have a buyer and a seller, and correct me if I'm wrong, in Mexico, the buyer and the seller can have the same attorney. That's correct. If there's no conflict of interest, if it's just a private transaction between individuals or companies that have already arranged the terms on the contract, then you're able to assist both. There's no restriction about that. Um, definitely, if there's a, uh, something or a, um, that you need to deal with, uh, you cannot represent both because you'll be into a conflict of interest. But it's not as strict as it is in the U.S. That's correct. correct. And, and that's always... A, that just these nuances. It's just a different way of doing things. Not that it's good or bad. Sometimes sometimes when they do something different here, I kind of applaud it because it's just kind of, uh, it just makes sense. Um, but this is one of those situations. So the great thing about Carla is she, as you can see, she speaks perfectly good English and understands perfectly good English. That's good. Which is perfect for me. <laughs> well, and for the podcast. And everybody and yes. the podcast. <laughs> yeah. and, um, so if you ever are looking to purchase property in Playa Carmen, we'll give you her information and you can reach out to her and she will take care of you. She takes care of you all the way from the, from the beginning to the end, uh, all the way till you get that title and it's got your name on it and everything is set in stone, which takes a little bit of time here in Mexico, but uh, it, it does do. But so explain to me more some of the, the, the real important reasons why you're involved in this, this situation in, 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 in a contract, in a, in a real estate deal. Yeah. Well, the, the most important thing is you get legal representation in the area. 
because uh, most of the people that would like to buy or interested in buy property, they don't want to be here till the closing happens. They don't want to be here till they get a residency and become a legal resident. Um, <clears throat> and they, they're going back and forth. They're not, not from here. There's mostly second uh, residences. Um, buyers, or there's also many people that would like just to have a condo as an investment, uh, which is great. Uh, you know that we have a, a very good offer of, of condos, and it's great investment. So having an attorney will make your life easier just to um, pick the property that you would like to, and then just call your attorney, call me, and we'll do a due diligence, which is the most important thing, why you need an attorney. We will check if the developer has a good reputation, if the property has been duly registered, if the developer is actually ready to transfer that title, whether it's built or it's just a project. Because uh, in the area, many developers are selling projects. And buying a project has a huge implication. Uh, so it has many future factors that can happen. So having an attorney will help you to verify if they are co in compliance with the regulation before you are ready to make your investment or uh, sometimes um, spending uh, most of your savings into a property. So that's the most important thing to look at in the area and having an attorney will get you safe and clear into if it is a good option or not. She knows. <laughs> So, all right, so um, what are the things, what would, so speaking to our gringo audience out here. Are they gringos? Hi, there? gringos. Are there, are there <laughs> gringos? Well, I'm looking into a YouTube video here. We're making a YouTube video. Hi, Will. Hi, gringos. <laughs> make sure if you're watching our YouTube, you make sure you Hi, ring that bell and subscribe and ring that bell so that you can watch all these episodes of the show. But, so from our... What, what are some of the concerns? So Gringo comes down here, he looks for a property, looks for investment property, looks for his second home, his third home, or whatever, his, his residence here in Playa del Carmen. What, what would you give as the most important advice? <clears throat> the most important advice will be um, be sure of what you're buying, no? Be sure of what you're buying means. You've checked who you're buying from, what are the details that you're buying, and what are your expectations about what you're purchasing, no? Uh, there are many, many, many people saying that you can get huge amounts of money on investment from renting those properties, which, yeah, for sure you can get an income from there, but having a real uh, study about what is to buy in Mexico, and actually learn uh, what it is to get a title. Many people buy and they never get a title for many different reasons. So it's important to have that clear and, and to have an idea of what you're actually buying before you make that big decision. Correct. And it's very important, the, the something I remind everybody all the time is when you buy a property in Playa del Carmen, the prices are mostly in U.S. dollars. Yes. Everything's advertised in U.S. dollars. The purchasing, everything 
everything is, is always talked in U.S. dollars. All the negotiations are U.S. dollars. And then when it comes down to the contract, in Mexico, the contract is in Spanish and is in pesos. Not necessarily. Many developers are ready to have their contracts English-Spanish. They have get used to, if you remember when we started uh, selling as one of the first developers selling on um, pre-sales in the area. Well, the, the two-column contracts English-Spanish were new. Now it's, a, it's, it's very, very simple, very common to have those promissory agreements no? where the project is not ready, finished, or it's not the title, it's not a definitive title, it's a preliminary contract. Then you get a, a contract that is two columns. It's correct that most of the prices are set in US dollar. So for example, that's one of the important things to check whether you can actually fix a rate for your pesos that you're paying, because at the end, your title will be registered in pesos, <clears throat> regardless on the value that you decide to stipulate in US dollars. So one of the important tips to, to, to have and to learn is whether you can actually negotiate that price and fix that price into the pesos, or whatever you decide not to fluctuate and make it uh, very, very straightforward when you're ready to have your title and pay the final balance to your developer. She's reading, right? No, she's not reading. She's not she's reading. reading. This is all off the top of her head. Wow. Wow. She, yeah, she, she knows. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so so we'll, we'll move on to buying a property in Playa del Carmen or buying a property anywhere in Mexico. Yeah, you can do this as, there's basically two options you have. You can buy it as an individual, or you can buy it as a company. Or as a trust. Or as a trust. Okay, so you're, I'm going to learn something new, of course. Um, so those three different ways. Can you explain quickly, a short version, the benefits and the downside of each one? Yeah, actually, as you may already know, uh, the trust in Mexico is not the same as in the U.S., no? The trust in Mexico is not a company or a company form, and actually it's just a contract, no? This uh, trust agreement called Fideicomiso, which is very famous in the area and all the, the beach sites in Mexico, uh, it's that contract that a, a bank, no? has uh, the direct ownership over the property that you're buying. So it's called an investment vehicle. They hold the property for you and you have the trust rights. So the main difference and the positive thing about this is that you get a bank to administrate the, the, the property and it works as a protection also for you. Um, yeah, you have to pay, pay an annual fee, but it's not as expensive as as having it within a corporation. So that would be the main difference and benefits on owning a property as a foreign within a trust. Mexicans cannot have a trust in Mexico for that purpose. They can have other types of trust, which we can <clears throat> talk about that later. So trusts are for foreign, that's simple. Second, uh, companies. Having a company in Mexico implies paying taxes monthly and annually. You know very good about that. No! Sad once again. Are you there? Yeah. Hello, Are you Sad. listening? <laughs> Sad. Are you listening? <laughs> no, Sad. 
door again. And not only that, these days it becomes a very difficult task to have updated your electronic signature to operate a company. So unless you are ready to do all that job in the area, uh, that's the main difference within having it with NetTrust. No? Having a company in Mexico is a serious thing that you need to uh, be aware of that it requires administration, it requires ac accounting, and it requires legal compliance. So that's the two difference between those two. And owning as an individual, first, you will need to become a Mexican if you would like to buy in this area or within what is called the restricted area zone. So if you're not a Mexican, then you can't buy directly. <laughs> But if you are a Mexican, then you're able to have many types of contracts to purchase a property within the area. So the direct ownership will be one of the main difference between the last uh, two Uh, forms of asset acquiring ownership and individually. So one is indirect and the other one is direct. Um, one requires expenses, the other one is just you have your title, you are the owner, that's it. Javier, are you no, going to say anything today I, or what? I don't have anything to say today. <laughs> can, she is amazing. She has all the details. And I can see that you are really uh, into sharing this information commonly, right? This, this is something that I can imagine. It's most of the things that you are always answering for the people, right? Yes, uh, totally. The clients uh, are day-to-day -day asking why forming a trust, why and how I should buy. Yeah. No, so Next I'm time you have a client, please send this podcast to him. There you go. You send the link. You send the link. Actually, we thought about that, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we thought about having just a video. And why don't you just click here yes. <laughs> to get your answers? <laughs> yes. Exactly. So here you can even take our video and cut out my pieces. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, your pieces are, are good, Ken. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm still loved. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so those are the different options. And, 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 of course, you do the attorney for helping companies. Um, so, like in our case, you help us on our, oh, geez, meetings, our corporate meetings, our, our um, oh, my God, what are they called? I just, we just, the assemblies. That's right. We have our corporate assemblies where we, Anytime we make changes and all that kind of stuff, it's all done. She documents it. It goes through a notary. I mean, there's a whole process. And like she said, running a business here in Mexico is 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 a full-time job. <laughs> it's 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 not it's not like I mean, not to reference it, but it's it's like in the states you can just open up a company and blah blah blah. You can, you can have a company and it's not that hard to administer. Here it's 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 a step up. It's definitely a step up. You got to constantly keep up. Things are always changing. The government has different rules every year. And of course, she learns these rules and she comes to my own. Oh, one of the reasons why she's here is because she's making me aware of all the new changes for this year and the things that have to be done before next year and all this fun stuff. So again, if you're going to open a company, we, you, you definitely need to sit down with her and have uh, a conversation so that you can understand all the bits and pieces and everything that's involved of running a company. That's correct. That would be corporate compliance. No? Corporate corporate compliancy. Mm -hmm. Ooh, corporate compliancy. And I love the, the, the legal words. <laughs> of course. Yeah, <laughs> We can see. I need to use them. <laughs> we, can, we can see. 
That's amazing. So, all right. So, as we finish this up, so Carla, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, you, you what's the name of your firm? What is your your web address? Uh, how do people get a hold of you? Yeah. Well, the the name of the firm it's called Veritas Legal. No, it's a basically a Latin word for the truth. So it would be the legal truth in Mexico. Uh -huh. <laughs> what was the name? Was it? Veritas. Ah, Veritas. Oh, Veritas. Mm -hmm. Actually, in Latin, it would be Veritas, no? Veritas Legal. And that name comes from um, one of the slogans of the university I uh, went to do an exchange program. It's in Glasgow, in Scotland. Ooh. So the slogan, or Latin um, slogan, was Via Veritas Vita. No? So that's uh, why I call my firm Veritas Liga. And that's only for you to remember the name. So I'm working with your brains. And so... Um, <laughs> that's so much thought went into the... And, and all that thought went into our podcast logo. Playa <laughs> del Carmen Now yeah. podcast. Yeah. Now. Now. That's great. So that's the name of the firm. And <clears throat> we have three um, very good attorneys. So one is uh, myself and the other two is Sara and Luis. Uh, Luis is from Quintana Roo, and Sara is also from Aguascalientes. We are a family traditional firm. My dad is also an attorney in Mexico City and has formed the firm since uh, 1985, uh, mostly when I was born or before. So we have a very oh, so long young legal tradition. She's young. I'm very young. <laughs> <laughs> And so that's, uh, that's the name of the firm. Where you can find me, I'm in Playa Car, right uh, behind the Starbucks in Playa Car. And, well, I can leave all my details to, to Ken. So if yeah, but it'll be, it, it, it'll be linked in the, uh, in the podcast. There'll be links to her website, and there'll be links to um, in, the, in the YouTube channel as well. So they'll be able to get a hold of you um, so that they can contact you. Sure, and I always try to make my clients feel as uh, they are meeting a new friend, no? They're meeting someone that will make their life easier. I always try to take care of my clients as Ken knows that um, from the beginning, they feel very safe, they feel comfortable. I've been in the area, I love what I do, and I don't like uh, taking any side uh, or side roads, that's okay? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, well, thank you very much, Carla. You were amazing. You thank are you. very amazing. Knowledgeable. Yes, amazing. It was really easy to listen. Also, like really, you are really clear of what you are doing, right? It's, it's your thing. You know, legal stuff is always yes. boring. <laughs> yes, but you make it fun this and time. Everyone wants to skip the, the legal. Uh, Part Materia, of the video. No, yes. no, 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 and skip. <laughs> skip, yeah. <laughs> the, the legal wording, and when you're in school, nobody wants to have the, 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 the legal class, yes. right? But yes. I think uh, knowing a little bit about the legal implications in Mexico and generally, uh, you need to know what's happening anywhere, around the legal. Anywhere. Yeah. I mean, so. it's really important. Sometimes we are, I don't know, maybe afraid of things on, in that position, in that area. So... Thanks for sharing all of this information for the people that is listening. And ding, 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 promotional bell. So every show we do a promotion and be glad you didn't skip this video because <laughs> you can use the hashtag 
Hashtag Legal. attorney. Attorney. Oh, the attorney. Hashtag attorney. Very good. In the online reservation system, it'll give you an additional 20% off your stay. That way you can come here, stay with us, get your meeting with Carla, and she will hook you up. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to take all the clients that we can get from this podcast. I hope there are many. <laughs> yes. Hope so too. Millions. 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 We have to. And we look good because we got our new but our new merch. Thank you, Ken. Yeah. Did, you did not mention at first. But at I didn't mention at first because I didn't want to take it away from her. For she sure. Just, I mean, come For on. For sure, yes. And she's going she's, she's gonna to be sporting her new... Plyle Del Carmen Now podcast. You need to send us some photos yes. during sure. that, please. Put them, in your, put them in your Instagram so we can take a peek <laughs> at them. You know what? But maybe <laughs> clients would like to make questions, have legal questions. So I will be open to answer for that and take our time and maybe answer them in another or future event that you decide to invite me. I appreciate the invitation. I love Playa and I love being in Playa Now podcast. Oh, wow. Wow. She did Gotta well. love her. Yes. Yay. An amazing uh, moment that we are living right now. Absolutely. <laughs> we all, like I said, we always complain about Playa de Carmen, but we yeah. truly we, we, live in yeah, paradise. We're still here. Yeah. We're still here. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you.